Hello again, everyone, and welcome back to Octopulse, our Detroit News, Detroit Red Wings podcast. I'm assistant sports editor Mark Faulkner here in our TV studios in downtown Detroit, while Red Wings beat reporter Ted Colfin is working from home during this coronavirus pandemic. Ted, you were on a conference call this afternoon with Red Wings coach Jeff Blaschel. He said, to the best of his knowledge, no Red Wings have been tested for the virus. Well, first off, Mark, congratulations for saying coronavirus. <laughs> you were struggling there for a while. Definitely. No, I mean, it's exactly what you would think he would say. I mean, Jeff sounded like he was... Uh, he wanted to get back to hockey probably rather than staying at home 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I mean, yeah, there's only so much he can do. He's been keeping busy, it sounds like, with some certain projects, maybe you know, watching a lot of video and all. But I tell you, I think everybody's in the same boat here. It's like we're all, we're all getting used to this new normal, but I think all of us would like to get back to the old normal. Does Blaschel think there's going to be an NHL season? Yeah, he didn't He didn't want to commit either way. If you mm-hmm. read in the lines, though, I think he, there's a sense that probably is a drop-dead date in his mind. And I think it's a lot in a lot of people's mind. I mean, I don't think you want to extend this too much, too much longer than you really need to or want to. Uh, the league seems, you know, the league really wants to crown a Stanley Cup champion. I've, there's, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. And let's face it, economically, the league needs those NHL playoffs, Mark. I mean, that's about a billion dollars in revenue probably right there. You need the playoffs. They're going to make every effort. But I tell you, as each day goes by, it just shortens that calendar and the league seems intent on starting the 2021 season in September. So again, you really have a kind of have a shorter time frame by the day. You asked Blaschel about a report uh, from TSN in Canada about maybe the, uh, the season resuming around July. Playoffs would take place in August and September with October a month to do the entry draft and free agency. But Ted, you were saying that would mean hockey 22 over the next 24 months? Like, yeah, Mark, I don't yeah. think – I don't. the more you listen to people, I really don't think anybody puts too much stock in that one. It was a flavor of the day, basically. I think if we are going to get hockey, Mark, I think it's going to be maybe, what, 24 or 18 teams and let 16 teams maybe? I don't mm-hmm. know. I think 24 might be a decent number. And somehow or other, they're just going to go straight to the playoffs and – have some sort of tournament, play-in tournament, maybe for the wild cards and whatnot. And hey, you know what? If they do it the right way, I think that could be pretty exciting. I think I think that might be a good route to go. But again, you're going to need probably what two solid months. I don't know, and you get, you're going to have to do it here in this, you know, in a relative short, relatively short time frame. I don't think anybody really has an appetite to see hockey in August or even late July or mid July. So. Boy, I mean, every, I think I think everybody's hoping and praying we get through this and get to the ice as soon as possible. You know, Ted, if they do go 16 teams, 20, 24, almost certainly that means the end of the regular season. So the Red right. Wings with 11 games right. left, 15% of the season roughly. So essentially the odds are almost – I think we've seen the last of the Red yeah. Wings and the Buffalo Sabres and the Los Angeles Kings and the Ottawa Senators. Mark, I don't think there's just any – 
I don't think there's any there's enough time. I mean, you, you need like almost what three or four weeks to complete the regular season or what's left of it. Mm-hmm. Frankly, I'm not sure how much of an appetite there is for anybody to for anybody to see the Red Wings or the Senators or the any of those other teams that have missed the playoffs at this point. Let's just get to the playoffs. Let's get let's get it crowned a champion and let's move on to next season. I think at this point. Really, there's no benefit then to come back for a few games because some teams, they haven't played the same amount of games. They could take the percentage, the winning percentage, but does it do the NHL any good to bring the Wings back and play three or four games just to end a regular season? Do you get everyone on the Not season? really. I don't see no. it. But that's how – you know what, the flip side to all those 22, 24 teams or whatnot, yeah. I mean, you might have a team and they're going to need to fix this if there's a way. Theoretically, you could have a team preparing, what, maybe two, three, four weeks to play two games? Right, right. Team right either. So, yeah, there's so many questions, so many variables to work through. And that's assuming every, that's assuming this, you know, this virus goes away. So, you know, that's it's partly pie in the sky right now. And right now we're recording this as of like Thursday night at 7 p.m. Some of the numbers, the confirmed cases worldwide surpassed 220,000 with 8,953 deaths here in the United States, 11,200 cases, 166 deaths. And here in Michigan, there's been 334 cases and three deaths. But that again is as of seven o'clock here on Thursday. And Mark, isn't it amazing? I mean, nine days ago, we were at Little Caesars Arena watching the Hurricanes and the Wings and how life has changed in a matter of nine days. Utterly amazing. I mean, you just see how life has completely changed. The hockey world has stopped. Every sport imaginable has stopped. Mm. Just staggering. It really is. You know, you mentioned the Hurricanes there, Ted, their announcer. I worked in the minor leagues with John Forsland, who is now self-quarantined. He was working for Springfield while I was working for Cape Breton, the Edmonton Oilers farm team. John Forsland was in the same hotel room right. here in Detroit right. at the Weston Cadillac as Rudy Gobert, who was the first NBA player to test positive for the um, coronavirus. It's amazing. It just shows you how small a world it is in a way. I mean, uh, well, and Jeff Blaschel kind of brought that up today in terms of the Little Caesars Arena. I mean, you know, with the Pistons and the Jazz being there, you know, the night before the Wings came back into town. He made a good point, though. I mean, there's really not a whole lot of shared space there. But mm-hmm. you do wonder. Obviously, it makes you wonder. Ted, in one of your uh, earlier stories, you did talk about a number of uh, events coming up that, of course, will be tied to the playoff system if they play. But certainly you mentioned the draft combine June 1st to the 6th in Buffalo, the NHL draft in Montreal June 26th, 27th, and free agency July right. 1st. All that goes out the window depending. Oh, yeah. I think, I think we're pretty much – I think at this point we're pretty much – the way the calendar is getting backed up. I mean, I think the combine's an easy throwaway at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, this draft, I mean, they're gonna, they're, they'll hold a draft. You wonder if it's going to be that particular weekend. I highly, highly doubt they'll have it in Montreal with, as a big spectacle they're planning. And then free agency, I mean, it d- depends. I mean, it's scheduled for J- July 1st. 
at that point, I mean, it depends. I mean, are we still playing hockey in, of some sort at that point? Or is the calendar still getting backed up so we can finish the playoffs? Mm-hmm. And so many questions. So many uh, – nobody – a lot of questions and no answers at all at this point. Let's move on just briefly to our interview segment. I talked to Sweden assistant coach Marcus Ragnarsson, who was scouting Red Wings defenseman Gustav Lindstrom at that Carolina game last week. Ragnarsson played nine years in the NHL with the Sharks and Flyers, and he's the uncle of Lindstrom, Ragnarsson's sister, is Lindstrom's mom. Ragnarsson feels Lindstrom could be a top four defenseman with the Red Wings. Here's a part of that conversation. Joining us now is Marcus Ragnarsson, the uncle of Red Wings defenseman Gustav Lindstrom. Marcus, welcome to the podcast. And first of all, your thoughts about the development of Gustav Lindstrom. Well, uh, obviously I know Gustav when he, well, from when he was a little kid and uh, I've seen him over, him over the years, and I, I think uh, right now coming over here, playing on the, on the smaller ice surface, uh, I think that kind of suits him better because uh, he's not the, the best skater on the big ice, but here on the smaller ice, I think his game gets more um, yeah, the way I want to see him play. You know, he's want to be physical. He got um, shorter, shorter strides out to the corners to, yeah, to, to go and uh, hit the opposition. Uh, so I think uh, he's been doing really well, and uh, it's fun to see. Uh, I mean, coming over here, you know, not knowing what, what to expect from him, but I think he's been taking strides uh, this year. Is he more of a defensive defenseman? He talked about in Ted Colfin's notebook today about how it's almost impossible when you go into the corners to knock somebody off the puck. In the American Hockey League, he said it could happen, but is he more of think he's more of a defensive defenseman or well looking back in Sweden he was kind of a two-way defenseman you know he, he can play on the power play you know he's got good skills with, with a good passer and he got a decent shot so uh, I can see him play both ways but uh, as of right now I think he's doing a good job with the physical part of it as well because he, he doesn't back down. Steve Eisman the other day at the general managers meeting mentioned Gustav as one of the players who have really impressed he's played 14 games he has an assist what do you see as the high end as far as Gustav? Is he somebody, like you said, he may not be the best skater, you said, but certainly his small passes inside his own zone, that seems to be one strength where he either sees the plays well, Marcus, but it seems like he's able to make sometimes that that, that first pass. Yeah, that, that's yeah. One, one of his, of his things that he's really good at, you know, passing the puck and he, the, the small uh, in his own end. Uh, but I think to him, uh, Coming over, I mean, you have to adjust to the smaller ice surface and you have to adjust playing against better players. And as he progresses, I think it's going to be even better, get more comfortable playing against better players. And uh, I, I think it could be a top four defenseman. A top future. four defenseman? Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Is he going to get bigger, do you think? I think he's listed at what, at 6-1-1, maybe 90? Yeah, I think he can be a little bit heavier, you know. Yeah. I think he's, um, yeah, he, got some, he can put on some more, some more muscle. But then again, he's going to be able to, to carry his body around yeah. the ice as well. The Wings have had so many Swedish defensemen here, from Nicholas Lidstrom uh, to Nicholas Cronwall, uh, Jonathan Eriksson. Um, have you talked to Gustav a lot about the history of the Red Wings and maybe his role here? Well, I, I know he, he knows uh, uh, the history of the, yeah. the, the Swedish players in Detroit. And, but I, what I'm trying to tell him is just go out and try to play your game and okay. uh, keep your head up. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, but 
like I said, he's got he's a good passer and he's a smart player. So I, that's why I think he's going to adjust really well. So Ted, that was interesting. Certainly, Ragnarsson, who has coached somebody who is scouting um, Gustav Lindstrom for the World Championships, which haven't been canceled yet in Switzerland in May, but they will. Which is amazing, Mark. It really is. I can't believe they haven't. I mean, at this point, and you know North American players going to head over there, but that might be one of the lone events in the world that's still slated to take place. Exactly. And that's as of Thursday night at 7 o'clock. They, they still have not canceled that world championship. That's the IIHF, which canceled the women's championships right out of the gate in Nova Scotia. And they canceled the under 18 men's championships here in Plymouth. Ted, uh, you did talk to Sean Horkoff, the Red Wings Director of Player Development. That's a story that'll appear soon in the paper. Just briefly, what is Sean Horkoff doing now that hockey is done, but he still has a lot of players he's keeping an eye on? A lot of the, you know, a lot of the skill and development people with the Wings are keeping tabs with the prospects, just making sure they're, they're in a safe place right now and hunkering down. Uh, staying in shape the best they can. I mean, try to find some room to run or get some weight work done if they can. Uh, it's not easy right now, obviously. With It's not like you can go to the gym or whatnot. So they're just telling them to hunker down and get whatever whatever physical activity they can get done. Uh, it's, it's, it was a sudden ending, no question about it. I mean, a lot of them are going to, you wonder if some of them are going to have some stall development here, but like Jeff Blaschel said today, I mean, it's a good life experience too. I mean, it just mm-hmm. makes you realize how valuable this game is to you, for you. So it's something to, they can learn from also. The thing is everybody's in the same boat right now. That's the bottom line. I mean, you may think, you know, it's, everybody's in a little bit of a difficult situation, but everybody's in the same boat. I mean, the industry's pretty much shut down. You, you're going to bank on all the scouting you've done earlier in the season. You can still talk to people about prospects, obviously, but yeah, there's a lot of a lot of your scouting is a lot of your uh, prospect. You know, a lot of your develop development is in, in terms of this process is going to be banked on what you saw before here in the, in the junior tournaments and a lot of the games up to the, the point where it got canceled. So it's going to be an interesting situation for, sure for everybody that weekend. And Ted, any final thoughts about the upcoming weeks? Uh, you're still writing as many stories as you can as the news develops. I have stories coming up on top uh, defensemen for the uh, 2020 draft. Uh, Jake Sanderson, who's back home in Montana right now, the, um, U.S. under-18 national team development program. The players are, were told on Saturday to go back home. Uh, there's also an interview coming up with Jamie Drysdale from the Erie Otters, the number one ranked defenseman for the draft. But right now it appears that we're just trying to react to news and let people know uh, what some of the Red Wings are doing. They've made themselves available. Anything else moving forward, Ted? Mark, we're in suspended animation. Yeah. There's nothing... Everybody's scattered around the world. Nobody knows what the immediate future holds. Nobody knows if there's going to be a season. Uh, it's, it's certainly a unique situation, my friend. I don't think anybody knows yeah. what's going to happen going – nobody knows what's going to be happening going forward. Let's just hope there's 
some sort of a hockey season, some sort of a hockey season to complete. All right. Well, that'll do it for uh, episode 22 of Octopulse. We'll announce the winner of the uh, Scotty Bowman book on the next podcast. And that'll be when news warrants as we know more about the NHL timeline. Until then, stay safe, take care of others, and we'll talk to you soon, Ted. You too, Mark. 